Today's podcast is purely educational and is meant purely for impartial analysis. Grand rising, y'all. My name is Isla Awesome, aka Isla Microcosm. I dissect pop culture topics and connect them to ethical components. Autonomy, community, transparency, cultural trends, technology, societal norms. It is a metaphorical, pragmatic space cheesecake I'm baking, and I'm grateful to have you here on this experimental slice of existential star stuff. So today, I must provide pre-context to my context. I hope you all can stay with me. We are focusing on why we're all existing today. The most significant influencer and star we know of today, the sun, and its problematic best friend, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. I joke, of course, more commonly known as NASA, the administration has encountered a series of ethical concerns, safety, security, and conflicts of interest with their PR team from previous failed missions. This incredible independent agency of the U.S. federal government has seen many failures in the past. NASA has been making significant developments in the fields of science, technology, space exploration, and let's just go back to bestie. The sun has helped us grow and sustain life as a species long enough for the birth of space pioneer Eugene Parker to develop several concepts about how stars, including our sun, give off energy. He called this cascade of energy the solar wind, and he described an entire complex system of plasmas, magnetic fields, and energetic particles that make up this phenomenon. In the mid-1950s, Parker explained the superheated solar corona, contrary to what was expected by then-known physics laws, hotter than the surface of the sun itself. His theory suggested that regular but small solar explosions called nanoflares could, in enough abundance, cause this heating. He was introducing us to heliophysics. So the sun's structure can be imagined as a giant plasma ball. Solar material flows out of the surface and the sun itself contains a magnetic field and gravity which forms its atmosphere. We call that the corona. So this boundary around the atmosphere is known as the Alphan critical surface and we had no idea where this boundary was, but we wanted to figure it out. We have been studying the sun's atmosphere for centuries, mostly during eclipses as that is when the corona is most visually prominent. In August 2018, in Cape Canaveral, Florida, NASA launched the Parker Solar Probe, composed of a heat shield of carbon-carbon graphite epoxy and carbon foam, autonomous software, solar limb sensors, and water circulation. This probe is a baddie and was ready to take the heat. Fast forward two years later, the Parker Solar Probe touched solar material still bound to the sun, passing this boundary and accomplished the feat of passing through the solar corona for the first time. Yeah, y'all, we're touching the sun with a probe named after that homie Eugene Parker. So why is this so important? So the sun produces solar winds that affect our satellites and technology. Think of it as a security measure. NASA's aim for making this mission happen was a seek to understand, to protect us and our tech. We needed to go where the solar winds start. This is not the first time the spacecraft has passed close to the sun. It has completed 10 increasingly close flybys of our local star, each time increasing our understanding of heliophysics. What of the father of heliophysics, whom the probe 
Globe is named after, Eugene Parker. Imagine, his defining report was almost rejected for publication in the Astrophysical Journal. However, years later, satellite observations from the 1962 Mariner 2 mission verified his claims. Goes to show you should never give up, man. This wholesome Eugene Parker observed this launch and is the only living scientist to have a NASA space probe named after them. So I cannot help but tie this to the ethical component of beneficence, the quality or state of doing or producing good. This probe will provide more insight and clues behind the sun's mysteries. And anyway, so how far does the sun's atmosphere go? Scientists thought it was between 4 or 6 and 8.1 million miles away from the sun. It turned out it is not a circle or an ellipsis, but a series of peaks and valleys that change. The question that stands out to me most is one we will have to wait to have answered. What will the Eugene Parker Space Probe teach us about ourselves? While the sun is the only star we know of that sustains life, what can it tell us about other stars? Learning more is crucial as we search for life beyond our solar system. But what if we're alone? Will this truth impair ethics of informational transparency? In honor of Eugene Parker, I will be dropping NFT pieces, Sun Homie EP, for the low on open seas to connect with you all. We made it to and through the first episode and hopefully not the last. Shout out to NASA, Reddit, and space journalist John Reno of spaceflightnews.org for providing ideas for my first episode. I would love to hear what you guys all have to say and share. Feel free to drop by existentialstarstuff.com to provide feedback on what you want me to talk about. If you like what you hear, please feel free to subscribe. All social media channels are live. And I hope that you're all patient with me as I learn how to manage them all because I don't know how any of you do it. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Existential Star Stuff. This is Isla Microcosm signing off. Stay safe and stay golden.